Ohio Habla es un podcast que nace del proyecto Narrativas Orales de Latinos en Ohio, Oral Narratives of Latinos en Ohio. Exploramos la experiencia latina con entrevistas en español, inglés y spanglish. Welcome to Ohio Habla. I'm Elena Fallis. And my guest today is Lily Kavanaugh, Executive Director for the Ohio Latino Affairs Commission. Lily is a business advisor and diversity trainer who often delivers presentations, workshops, and seminars on issues related to Hispanics and Latinos, migrants, immigrants, and the developing world. Today, we will be talking about our obligation and privilege to participate in this year's elections by voting. Lily, welcome to this important episode about the Latino vote. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Uh, can you can we start with some demographics? Uh, why should Latinas and Latinos care about voting in this year's election? There are over 58 million Latinos in the country. And right now we have 66,000 Latinos who are turning 18 years old voting age mm -hmm. every month. The Latino vote matters extremely in every election, but this is one that is going to really dictate the future of our history because Latinos have the potential to transform the political balance mm -hmm. in many important key states across the country like Arizona, Nevada, and Texas. So they have the power to uh, determine who controls the U.S. Senate, and they will impact the makeup of Congress. We know that there are many critical issues that affect our community that are right now setting on that balance. And so, therefore, having and making sure that the Latino voice is heard is of critical importance now more than ever before. Mm -hmm. What are some of the obstacles our community faces about understanding our civic duty to vote? Do we just lack motivation, or are there other things that prevent us from participating? Definitely, there are all kinds of factors that influence this. And I want to start out by just uh, giving a brief overview of Latinos in Ohio. Half of the Latino population in Ohio is eligible to vote. Mm. That is a huge number. 50% right. of Latinos in Ohio can vote. 200,000 people are eligible to vote. And when that is said, it carries with it a huge weight for us that are trying to help these people understand why does it matter to get involved. And we need to understand what is the history and the background of those people. Even though many of them have grown here in the U.S., mm -hmm. their families don't have the opportunity to trust government mm -hmm. because they fled countries where the government was uh, not a friendly entity, where they were persecuted, where they don't trust the uh, police and they don't trust those in leadership. Mm -hmm. So therefore, when they come here to the U.S., it's very hard for them to comprehend, number one, the safety and the value of participating in the process. Secondly, many times they do not understand the process. Consider people from Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. When they live in the in the island, they do have elections and they do vote for certain uh, positions and, and, and certain level of inclusion. However, once they move and they live here, they don't even know how to read that ballot. It's quite different from the one they're presented mm -hmm. in Puerto Rico. It may not be in the language that they feel comfortable with. They do not understand the process. 
Um, many of them want to make things better, but even the young voters do not understand what does it take to be registered. And there's a lot of myth that mm -hmm. goes into who can and cannot vote. And also, there's a lot of discrimination that goes on. And people discourage mm -hmm. a lot of these ethnic minorities from being a part of the process. Mm -hmm. And so we have to deal with many of these realities, but also many of these other hindrances that have been created by the lack of understanding of how the system works. So there's definitely a great role for all of us that are in positions of authority and leadership to explain the importance of civic engagement. Mm -hmm. When people uh, dream of coming to the U.S., they dream of coming to America, but no one is investing in teaching them how to be good Americans that exercise their rights and privileges. Mm -hmm. And that is a big lesson that we need to teach them. Mm -hmm. I can definitely uh, sympathize with the feeling of coming from a country that um, doesn't trust government. Uh, many, I think many of us that come from Latin America have some experience with that. And I, and I see it in my own family. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some of my family members said, well, what, what does it matter? You know, mm -hmm. I don't get to directly elect the president, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think there's a lack of understanding of the process itself and the impact that you have it. And then the, to, to think that um, there are more issues that you mm -hmm. uh, could vote on, right? Not just the president, but other ones that are locally, that can locally impact you mm -hmm. um, and the people around you. That is definitely a very important thing. And one myth that we need to dispel is the myth that Latinos do not care about politics. Um, that is not the truth. It's different to care about politics than being politically knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. And I think part of the reason, like you're saying, why many people say, I just don't care about that is because they don't have that knowledge and that understanding. For this to change, what we need is for the political parties to really begin investing in educating and in uh, explaining the issues. And we know that our community is a very loyal community, and they want improvement for their lives and their families' lives. So the key role here is how do we uh, work and, and engage and um, try to encourage the political parties to make actual personal investments and to explain to the community, this is what I am running for, and this is how my agenda is going to improve the quality of life of Latinos. So when we are really, really ready to become politically knowledgeable, mm -hmm. our attitude towards politics changes completely. And I think it's important to mention that everybody mystifies and says, well, Latinos only care about immigration. Mm -hmm. That could not be further from the truth. Mm -hmm. Research and studies prove that although immigration is a very critical component of the list of concerns for Latinos, actually economic empowerment and economic development is number one. Mm. Secondly is healthcare and access to health services and education. Mm -hmm. Third is immigration. So that is something that is important for us to also understand as the mainstream because Latinos want to make this place home. Mm -hmm. And in order to do so, they need to be able to care for their own and their families. Alongside with that, of course, the immigration issue is very much at heart, but it's not the only thing they care about. Correct. Um, I know that there have been and continue to be campaigns to register people to vote. Have the results been positive so far? 
Yes. Um, in Ohio, we have uh, different groups that are very much engaged in trying to uh, create this voter mobilization um, effort. In uh, the Latino Affairs Commission, since the month of June, we have been in this very strong campaign to try to bring information and to dispel some of those myths or answer some of those questions that people are scared to ask. To give you an example, who is eligible to vote in Ohio? How long do you have to have lived in Ohio to be able to register to vote? Mm -hmm. Can I have bilingual uh, ballots? Mm -hmm. Who can help me understand the process? So there's a lot that is going on. And um, there are many organizations that aren't doing that, and it does make a difference. Mm -hmm. Right now in the state of Ohio, we have 18 Latino elected officials mm. who are serving in county level, in city level, in village level, and that is really important. In our General Assembly, we have three uh, people of Latino heritage that are serving right now in the House of Representatives. It makes a difference. When Latinos vote, when Latinos become um, knowledge and when they are participating in the process, it makes a huge difference. Throughout the nation, yes, we also have a lot of evidence that the Latino vote has made a big difference. For example, uh, voters said uh, enough to Arpaio in Arizona in 2016. They increased minimum wages in Colorado in the same year. They approved in-state tuition for DREAMers in Maryland. And they voted to repeal restrictions on bilingual education in California. So those are really great um, demonstrations of evidence that the Latino vote has power. And we simply have to unleash that giant and empower youth in particular to realize that their voice matters and it will make a big difference. Great. Why should Latinos and Latinas in Ohio vote this November? What are some of the issues that directly affect them? Um, representation is critical, but the most important thing is that your vote is necessary to leverage the change we want to see in our communities. And that is the bottom line. Your vote is going to affect funding, is going to affect the political clout in the representation that our community has. In other schools, this is going to translate to potentially better schools, better health clinics, better social services, better transportation services, safer streets. So this is something that really is very much at the heart of what our community uh, needs. Mm -hmm. Secondly, it's really critical for us to show to mainstream that Latinos do care, mm -hmm. that we are not here only as takers, mm -hmm. which is how many people try to uh, portray us. Mm -hmm. But we are people willing to be involved. And by you showing up and voting, you are exercising your civic duty. You are saying, I care, and the issues matter. Thirdly, we need to get more Latinos in positions of influence. Mm. And the only way to do that is by showing up to the polls, by voting for potential officials that are going to support the causes that affect the Latino community. We are the largest minority in the country, and we know we have tremendous power to influence. Our cultural influence is being felt. Our economic buying power is being felt. So it is now time for us to become a political force. And we have to start right here and right now in every community across Ohio. Great. 
You recently joined the Naleo Educational Fund's National Latino Commission on Census 2020 campaign. Can you talk to us about this? Sure. Um, NALEO is the National Association of Latino Elected Officials, and this is a national entity that is working to bring public attention to the challenges that are posed by the ongoing developments for the Census 2020. As we all know, there are many concerns in regards to how the census is going to be conducted. Um, Some of the questions that Mm -hmm. are being included in the census uh, are of major concern. And very important is what is the operational development as to how this census is going to take place. So the purpose of this uh, commission is to compile recommendations and best practices to amend some of the challenges that are going to be faced as they go around um, trying to implement the census. You know, one of the national government basic missions is to count the population. Mm -hmm. And this is an exercise that happens every year. Every 10 years, I mean. And so this is going to reflect what is the changing phase of our nation? Uh, How are we geographically different? What is the portrait of our nation? This is a very important mission that um, our federal government has. And the census is going to shape the representation of state legislatures, city councils, feral funding. Mm-hmm. So it affects so many different parts of our lives that it is crucial for us through this committee to bring forth not only what are the challenges, but how are we going to empower the basis to make sure that everyone gets counted. What um, Can you share with us some of those maybe controversial uh, questions or tricky questions that people that might um, keep some Latinos specifically out of participating in this census? Well, the concern about uh, identification of status, I I will go to to the heart of it, Mm -hmm. is of a very big concern. Mm -hmm. Uh, People do not feel safe answering that question. And I think that a lot of the concern is around uh, the citizenship status. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, there are all kinds of political uh, conversations that are going on around the issue of um, status and legal status and undocumented and all of that. And so people are extremely concerned. Mm -hmm. The census has never questioned who you are. The question only wanted to know, are you here? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so really is a a predicament for people in the present environment to want to share that kind of information. And the greatest fear is how will that information be used against me or my family? And even those that have nothing to worry that may be documented, um, that may have no issues with it, are are concerned even on principle. Mm -hmm. Why is that question being asked when that is not the purpose of the census? The purpose of the census is to get an accurate count of all those who are in the country at a specific time in history. Mm-hmm. What else should our audience know about the importance of being counted and voting? I would say that our freedom and and the basic, the foundation of the American dream depends on it. Mm-hmm. Um, if we do not exercise our freedom and civic opportunity here in this country, then why did you ever leave 
where mm-hmm. you came from. Mm-hmm. You were coming here to the U.S. or your ancestors were coming here to the U.S. seeking the land of freedom and opportunity. By expressing your opportunity to vote and to elect your government, you are contributing to continuing that legacy of the republic, Mm -hmm. and that is something that is really important. By participating in the census, you are going to take and override that wave of naysayers who, number one, do not want to recognize the number of Hispanics and ethnic minorities in the country, but most importantly, we will get the accurate picture of what is the true face of the United States of America today, mm-hmm. in this year, in the 2020, and how we don't have to wait for the year 2050 to claim this is a country of minorities. Mm-hmm. And it's really important for our future and for all the sacrifices that people have made to give us what we have today. So, In truth, you know, by participating in the elections and by participating in the census, you are a person that is not looking at problems, but is seeking for opportunities. And a solution. For solutions. And that is the challenge that we want to present to everyone. Well, thank you, Lily, for visiting the studio today. I'm a registered voter like you mm-hmm. and plan to exercise my right to uh, and my, my obligation to participate in, in this year's election. And everyone, we encourage you to make your voice count. A todos, gracias por escucharnos y recuerden seguirnos en Facebook y de compartir este podcast con otros. Hasta la próxima. Muchas gracias.